0: Talk radio. radio.
1: You're watching the American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch live right now at
2: band.video. We
3: took a little trip along with Colonel Jackson down. Good morning, ladies and
2: gentlemen. This is The American Journal. I am your host, Harrison Smith. Very big show we have for you today. So many videos from the World Economic Forum. We're we'll talking about the war in Ukraine, a bunch of stuff coming out about COVID as well. Very big show. Your phone calls as well as a uh, filmmaker as guest in the third hour. But first, I want to go to this video. It's Rebel News' Ezra Levant, who was on our show, was it yesterday the day before? Uh, he actually was able to confront the CEO of Pfizer, Albert Borla, on the streets of Davos, Switzerland. Let's watch.
4: Mr. Borla, can I ask you, when did you know that the vaccines didn't stop transmission? How long did you know that without saying it publicly? Thank you very much. Why I'm sorry. You answer that question. I mean, we, we now know that the vaccines didn't stop transmission, but why did you keep it secret? You said it was 100 percent effective, then 90 percent, then 80 percent, then 70 percent. But we now know that the vaccines do not stop transmission. Why did you keep that secret? Have a nice day. I won't have a nice day until I know the answer. Why did you keep it a secret that your vaccine did not stop transmission?
5: Is it time to apologize to the world, sir, to give refunds back to the countries that poured all their money into your vaccine that doesn't work, your ineffective vaccine? Are you not ashamed of what you've done in the last couple of years? Do you have any apologies to the public, sir? Are you proud of it? You've made millions on the backs of people's entire livelihoods. How does that feel to walk the streets as a millionaire on the backs of the regular person at home in Australia, in England, in Canada?
4: What do you think about on your yacht, sir? What do you think about on your private jet? Are you worried about product liability? Are you worried about myocarditis? What about the sudden deaths? What do you have to say about young men dropping dead of heart attacks every day? Why won't you answer these basic questions? Your apologies, sir. Do, you, do you think you should be charged
5: criminally for Alperts. for some of the okay. criminal behavior you've obviously been a part of? How much money have you personally made off the vaccine? How many boosters do you think it'll take for you to be happy enough with your earnings?
4: Nothing? Who did you meet with here in secret? Will you disclose who you met with? Who did you pay commissions to? In the past, Pfizer has paid $2.3 billion in fines for deceptive marketing. Have you engaged in that same conduct again? Are you under investigation like you were before for your deceptive marketing, sir? If any other product in the world doesn't work... As
5: promised, you get a refund. Should you not refund to countries that laid out
4: billions for your ineffective vaccine? Are you used to only sympathetic media so you don't know how to answer any questions? Is that it? Shame on you, sir. Shame on you. That's Albert Bourla, the boss of Pfizer. His people were pushing us around a little bit. Well, he's pretty fit. I don't reckon he's had one jab. I'm huffing and puffing a bit. At least I didn't
5: have any myocarditis. <laughs> um, I, 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 I dare say he's shocked that in his safe space at the WEF yeah, here in Davos. Absolutely that he was incredible challenged in a way work that
2: he's, from the Rebel News crew. WEFreports.com is uh, where that was published. You can also see that video and share it on Infowars.com. Yes, folks, we just saw the longest walk of Albert Borla's entire life. I have a prediction to make. I think the Rebel News crew is going to be deported from Switzerland by this afternoon. Anybody want to place any bets? I think the authorities will be involved. Asking questions to uh, a public figure in public on the street? No, no, not in Davos. Not when the world government is in town. Just absolutely great stuff, great questions, and uh, the perfect response. Total and utter silence from the person who... uh primary mover in the poisoning of the entire world a genocider a mass murderer incredible stuff we'll be back don't go anywhere
1: it's thursday january 19th year of our lord 2023 And you're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at
2: Band.Video. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, this is The American Journal. You're watching us on Infowars.com or Band.Video. We are coming to you live from the Central Texas headquarters of the Freedom Movement, the Infowars World Headquarters. We have a lot to talk about today. More videos than you can possibly imagine from the World Economic Forum. Each more tyrannical and bizarre than the last. It really is pretty wild. Uh, But we're not going to talk about the World Economic Forum exclusively today. We have a lot of other stuff to talk about as well, although it's all pretty deeply intertwined since all the things that we're going to be talking about are, of course, the outcome of the policies pursued by the World Economic Forum themselves, including the war in Ukraine, which has taken some very, very interesting turns in the last few days or even few hours let's just get into it here it is your daily dispatch all right here it is folks your daily dispatch for thursday the 19th of january 2023 u.s set to finalize massive security aid package for ukraine Oh, goody including striker combat vehicles for the first time the u.s has set to finalize a huge military aid package for ukraine totaling approximately 2.5 billion dollars worth of weaponry including for the first time striker combat vehicles two sources briefed on the next trench tranche of aid told cnn the package is not yet finalized one of the sources said but it could come before the end of the week the new aid one of the biggest packages to be announced since the war began last february would also include more armored bradley fighting vehicles according to one uh Other person uh, briefed combined with the strikers marks a significant escalation in the armored vehicles the U.S. has committed to Ukraine in its fight against Russia. Again, we're going to talk a lot more about this uh, later, but basically all of the all of the rhetoric is bad, (laughs) warmongering psychopaths just doing everything they can to continue this senseless, purposeless, meaningless bloodshed for as long as humanly possible, including the prime minister of Finland saying that we would this would last 15 years if that's what it took. And Zelensky saying we'll attack Moscow and Russia saying the more weapons you send Ukraine, the closer we get to nuking your butts. So, you know, everything is spiraling out of control there. And again, they haven't even bothered to tell us what the hell we're fighting for or why. It makes no damn sense at all, and we'll get into it a little bit later. Meanwhile, another big uh, international story here. New Zealand leader Jacinda Ardern announces shock resignation before upcoming election. New Zealand prime minister announced Thursday she will stand aside for a new leader within weeks, saying she doesn't believe she has the energy to seek re-election in the October polls. Speaking at a news – Conference, Ar- Ardern said her term would end February 7th when she expects a new Labor Prime Minister will be sworn in, though depending on the process, could be earlier. The decision was my own, Ardern says. Leading a country is the most privileged job anyone could have, but also the most challenging. You cannot and should not do the job unless you have a full tank, plus a bid in reserve for those unplanned and unexpected challenges. I have to say, it's actually, it's actually a very mature thing to say, lady. It's actually kind of interesting. Of course, her entire prime ministership has been an abysmal failure. I believe she was the first uh, female prime minister in New Zealand. They made a big deal of this. She was young, just 37 years old when she became prime minister, a young woman, a mother, and then, of course, her... Entire term has been marked by uh, tyranny, collapse, failure, imprisoning their her own citizens for refusing to take an experimental medical uh, vaccine, and now she's resigning in disgrace. So next, uh, better luck next time, ladies. Elon Musk blasts the World Economic Forum, saying unelected world government the people never wanted and uh, uh, never asked for, and don't want. Twitter CEO Elon Musk slams the, slammed the World Economic Forum on Wednesday as it continued its annual summit in Davos, Switzerland, calling it an unelected world government that nobody wants. Gee, it's almost like he watches Infowars. You would think he'd let us back on Twitter. World Economic Forum has increasingly become an unelected world government that people never asked for and don't want, Musk tweeted in response to World Economic Forum Klaus Schwab's announcement of a global collaboration village in the metaverse. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's true. Accurate. Uh, Facts check, 100% true. They are a world government that nobody asked for and nobody wanted, meaning they are tyrants that, by all natural law, deserve to be overthrown at the very least as a start. So, you know, let's do that already. So, again, by talking trash about Elon Musk, shut up. <laughs> Just shut up. He's clearly on our side. It's ridiculous. That's going to be another topic, by the way, that we're going to discuss. We'll get to it later. It's in the Daily Dispatch. Uh, more evidence here from the Gateway Pundit. F O. Uh, IA uh, FOIA request reveal there were no DOJ investigations on election fraud after the 2020 election, as Bill Barr claimed in December 2020. US, Eternal, uh, U.S. Attorney General Bill Barr said there was no evidence of widespread voter fraud in the 2020 election. Barr said there was no evidence of widespread voter fraud, defying President Donald Trump's ongoing efforts to reverse the results. Barr repeatedly uh, repeated this claim several times since leaving office, as. President Trump's attorney general. Now there's proof that Bill Barr is and was lying. On Thursday, former Trump advisor Jeffrey Clark, the director of litigation at the Center for Renewing America, joined Steve Bannon on the war room. Jeffrey Clark told Steve at the Center for uh, that the Center for Renewing America sent out FOIA requests to 12 US attorney districts from the 2020 battleground states. Bill Barr, it turns out, sent out a memo on November 9th, 2020, saying there should be no investigations of the elections. Jeff Clark told Steve Bannon the FOIA request have come back from every district but one with no documents. No investigations were done as a result of that memo. There's only one of these 12 districts that has yet to come in, and that's the Eastern District of Pennsylvania. So again, there were claims of voter fraud. There were people on the ground signing, you know, under oath affidavits, making statements that if they were proven to be false would send those people to prison, it means you can probably trust that sort of declaration. Uh, many of these claims, evidence, uh, you know, video of it actually happening, audio of the people coordinating behind the scenes, explaining how to use the COVID rules to circumvent the uh, surveillance requirements that they needed. Just an infinite amount, it seems, of evidence of the Blatant fraud or at least potential fraud in the 2020 election. And Bill Barr, the attorney general, took it upon himself to send out a memo demanding that nobody in the DOJ even you know, respect these assertions or certainly not investigate the claims being made. And then they go on TV and say there's no evidence because they didn't look for it. They didn't look for it, so they didn't find it. So then they go out and say there is no evidence. It's so – like – People think conspiracies are some like thing where you have to like weed out this. It's not that complicated. And We've known this for a long time. We've known this for a long. We didn't know about the FOIA requests that have come back proving that there was never any investigation. But we knew a long time ago that Bill Barr sent out this memo telling people not to do this. Conspiracies aren't that complicated. One side cheats. The other side is in charge of the investigatory body that sends out memos saying, don't investigate this. Conspiracy over. And then the media doesn't cover it, doesn't report on it, you know, and just repeats what the person who's leading the investigation or non-investigation says it's so simple it's like really not complicated at all it's obvious it's in your face people just don't do anything about it or seem to care so it's not that people don't know nobody's doing anything so just keeps happening uh, finally we have this Donald Trump prepares to, his return to Facebook and Twitter mounting a comeback for the White House Donald Trump is looking to regain control over his most powerful social media accounts with access to his, to his Twitter account back Trump's campaign is, fin- is formally petitioning Facebook's parent company to unblock his account there after it was locked in response to the US Capitol riot two years ago he's going to come back folks he's going to be back on uh, normal social media that is at least the uh, claim that's being made I, for one, am here for it. I'm Team Trump, 100%. Down with DeSantis, down with the naysayers. Donald Trump, 100%. Well, we can explain this a little bit later. But uh, suffice it to to say this. Donald Trump is the leader of this movement at this point. He knows more than we'll ever know. He had access as president to the actual intelligence briefings. He understands the true metagame that's being played here in which fear is the real virus and Donald Trump is the cure. Well, I'll explain what I mean a little bit uh, more on that later. We'll be talking about Donald Trump's uh, comeback. And, yeah, people need to realize it's Donald Trump or America's over. That's the conclusion I've come to. Uh, It's the only choice. He's a vaccine salesman. All right, great. Wow, you're you're so creative. I can't believe it.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, a very exciting development has just taken place. I want to encourage you all to go to InfoWarsStore.com and check it out for yourself because it is a very strong, high-quality formula. Down and out sleep support, liquid, is very fast-acting, taken out of the tongue. It's got a very good dose of melatonin passion flower valerian root extract lemon balm and german chamomile all of these compounds are documented on record to help give you deeper cleaner healthier sleep and that is one of the biggest game changers out there with all the stress we have in this world and we've got some other great sleep aids as well and they're excellent they're all different formulas but this one is particularly the strongest one we have. So, Down and Out, sold out for more than five months, is now back available at Infowarstore.com. So, get better, deeper rest, boost your immune system, and support the InfoWars with Down and Out Sleep Support at store. I want you to remember two words, InfoWars Platinum, in the history of InfoWars supplements, and they're amazing. This is hands down the most powerful, game-changing products we've ever offered to the public. Now, all three of these are private labels of three national bestsellers put out by a pharmaceutical company that also makes high-end supplements. And the owner's a listener and a supporter. So they're giving them to us at 40% off what they're sold in stores, over 20% off what they're sold online under the InfoWars Platinum brand name. These are incredible. Pain MD, HGH Max Boost, and, of course, 1776 Testosterone Boost. Read about them at InfoWarsStore.com, learn about them, and then try them out for yourself, and I know you will be a repeat customer, which is awesome. It will empower your life, make your life more amazing, and it will keep us on the air, a 360 win. InfoWars Platinum, now available at InfoWarsStore.com.
1: You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video
2: all right welcome back ladies and gentlemen this is our thursday edition of the american journal so glad you're here with us today we're going to talk about the war in ukraine we're going to talk about the wef the world economic forum i have so many videos from the world economic forum that are just absurd And we'll get to those in just a moment. First, I want to play a video from the UK where a group I hadn't heard of but uh, am extremely excited about has had some major victories. They're essentially doing what we advocate for here quite a bit on Infowars. It's taking the some of the leftist tactics and applying it to our side. In this case, it's direct action against stores. Selling things you don't think they should sell to children. Again, I just uh, the only thing I know about this is this video that was posted. If if what this kid is saying is true, it's amazing. It's re- it's really just a fantastic way to go about things, and it's having success. I think it should inspire everybody. We're going to reach out to this kid and try to get him on the show because I think it's um, really amazing what he's doing. His name's James Harvey. His Twitter is uh, JamesHarvey2503. He put out this video. Uh, I guess there's a candy shop in London or or in England somewhere called Kingdom Sweets. And so, you know, it's a – they call it a sweetie shop, but a candy shop for little kids. And they were selling sex toys in this children's candy shop, but they're not doing it anymore. Here's James Harvey to tell you why.
3: You may remember the Kingdom of Sweets, or as we like to call it, the Kingdom of Filth, which is a charred sweetie shop um, that is kind of selling sex toys out in the open for children to grab, yeah? We've been there a few times now, we've actually taken the stuff off the shelves, placed it on the floor. Um, I was actually detained by police at one of them, right? Um, And, well, we've just received news now that someone's actually gone down there and they are no longer selling sex toys in the sweetie shop. So this is just another victory that we've had recently. As you know, the uh, club kids has now been changed to 18 plus rather than 14 plus. You've had the boots removed, make your own drag queen kits for three-year-olds, taken off the shelves. You know, victory after victory recently. And, you know, it, it just goes to show direct action works. Yeah. Congratulations to everyone involved for not only complaining, but sharing the video and making our voices heard. Thank you.
2: Just awesome stuff. They, uh using direct action, just, you know, peaceful non-cooperation and uh, really kind of small-scale protests, but they're having success in it. I think that's absolutely incredible, and you can uh, take a note from this young guy, and I hope the globalists take a note too. They have sown the seeds of the whirlwind. They will soon reap in the young. We can only hope. Now, I want to go to this What was the website? Yeah, I didn't know what the website was. Students Against Tyranny. Students Against Tyranny. Uh, Do you know, is it, what's the website exactly? Do you know? StudentsAgainstTyranny.com So yeah, just incredible stuff. Great work, fellas. Now I want to go to this next video. We're going to talk about the World Economic Forum. Their number one concern at this point is eliminating free speech. Here's a video from our good friend Robot Polisher uh, to tell you why that might be. Clip number six.
3: The good news is the elite
1: across the world trust each other more and more.
6: The bad news is that in every single country they were polling, the majority of people trusted that elite less. So.
2: I just think there is a real market for you know, for the truth. I'm trying to take this gamble on being a
7: truth-telling politician and hoping that that works for me. I have a constituency that I'm trying to keep healthy and I can't get them to take a COVID vaccine because of misinformation that's propagated
2: on the internet. Truth-telling politician.
7: Misinformation has been linked to violence and death. Disinformation, what it attacks is trust. This is all about trust. It's really about trust.
2: Liars will tell you to trust. People who tell you the truth say don't trust anybody.
6: The trust in news is eroding completely. The News is way down here when it comes to trusted institutions.
7: Once you see trust decline, uh, what you then see um, is
2: society uh, Societies start to fracture. Liars want you to trust.
3: You can trust us.
2: Honest people want you not to trust anything because we know everybody else is liars. Trustworthy sources.
7: Scientists, academia, Politifact, or Snopes, or FactCheck.org. The CDC, FDA, World Health Organization, coronavirus.gov, that's run by the CDC. It's updated every single day with the latest guidance.
3: We will continue to be your single source of truth.
4: It actually makes me feel safer.
8: We should be more intensive in delivering trustworthy facts and information for the people.
2: To differentiate and elevate trustworthy sources of information. That makes me feel better. And a lot of American consumers want that level of security. Ultimately, what we're trying to, to achieve there
7: is some measure of public safety.
2: Right.
9: We want to really
2: make
1: sure that this vaccine hesitancy that we see around gets overcome by the truth. This is something I really care deeply about. People are dying because of misinformation.
9: concept of preserving public safety, uh, even under the
2: banner of free speech, is actually something that we've accepted for a long time
9: keeping people safe
6: platforms when it comes to content moderation do have a responsibility for trying to keep people safer and they can do more healthy information environments being so critical to solving the world's problems gender disinformation can be very unsafe for for a lot of people and so i think that's where we want to go with it solving the world's
10: problems you just have to flood a
6: country's public
10: square
1: with enough raw sewage you just have to raise enough questions spread enough dirt
10: enough conspiracy theorizing that citizens no longer know what to believe once
0: they lose trust in their leaders in mainstream media in political institutions in each other
1: in the possibility of truth the game's won We went from sequence to getting the vaccine in people's arms. In less than a year. Clinically tested the vaccine on billions of people worldwide. There was no cutting corners. Safety was not compromised at all. Israel became,
9: if you will, the, the lab. For Pfizer.
1: There was absolutely no cutting of corners at all. We have come a long way in terms of what we can do to manipulate
4: genetic code, genetic editing.
1: Will the vaccine change my DNA? Absolutely impossible. <laughs> <laughs> cells can be reprogrammed which then can develop into cells of any type in the body it's actually an injection it's a harvard funded lab this is these are people who are actually going in and altering your dna altering your dna Mm -hmm. altering your dna
3: literally breaking
1: up the dna yes it does sound like science fiction but it's it's really really promising at this point the mrna vaccines
9: uh, are an example for that uh, cell and gene therapy if we had surveyed two years ago Uh, in the public would you be willing to take a gene gene or cell therapy and inject it into your body we would have probably had a 95 percent refusal rate
2: you're editing your genes i mean that's probably going to be a big concern for a lot of people it changes
10: you it's you who are changed and of course this has a big impact on your identity When you began to do that kind of gene editing some people worried that you were changing what it means to be human yeah, I, I, yeah, of course. Yeah, Editing your cost, genes. Of course,
2: is probably going to be a big concern be, and, for a lot of people. We'll all be robots. Another absolute banger from Robot Polisher at Robot Polisher on Twitter. Incredible stuff. Folks, we'll be back on the other side to show you some clips of what they're talking about at the World Economic Forum this year. And as we do, I hope that you remember to go to InfowarsStore.com. We are your outlet standing against the globalists at the World Economic Forum. Support us in this mission, InfowarsStore.com.
0: Like a rock thrown into a pond, your actions, even though they may seem little, have a massive ripple effect throughout time and space. We're actually winning the Info war, And when you realize that Bandot Video has hundreds and hundreds of censored directors and investigative journalists and talk show hosts whose information is beyond incredible, hundreds of medical doctors and scientists, all of them right now telling the truth at Bandot Video. Millions of people a day visiting Bandot Video. But you can take that information and cause a bigger ripple effect an amplifying effect and make sure it gets out to your friends your family your neighbors and perfect strangers you are the modern paul reveres you are what takes our information and amplifies it when you decide to take action we as a species and as a race are invincible so i thank you all for your past action and i challenge you to redouble your efforts now because humanity and the children are counting on you InfoWars.com is tomorrow's
1: news today. You're watching The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch live right now at Band.Video. Our
0: projections show that by the year 2025, not only America... But the entire planet will be under the protection and the dominion of this power alliance. The gains have been substantial. Both for ourselves and for you, the human power elite.
9: (laughs) How do we change the way people are thinking about this and talking about it. And why is it that allegedly wise adult human beings, CEOs, some of them, United States senators, some of them, a whole bunch of of folks, want to ignore science and want to ignore mathematics and want to ignore physics and somehow cannot bring themselves to do what we need to do. And when you stop to think about it, it's pretty extraordinary that we, select group of human beings, because of whatever touched us at some point in our lives, are able to sit in a room and come together and uh, actually talk about saving the planet. I mean, it's so almost extraterrestrial to think about, quote, saving the planet. And if you said that to most people, most people... Just a crazy tree hugging lefty liberal, you know, do good or whatever. And and there's no relationship. But really, that's where we are.
2: Just another That of course can be found on band.video under the just another channel tab. That's called They Live, John Kerry at Davos 2023. Be a lot harder to figure out what these guys were up to if they didn't mo- model their speaking pattern and everything else after, you know, ruthless villains from 1980s movies, but uh, apparently they just can't help themselves, so it's all just absurdly obvious what they're trying to achieve. And of course they recognize that in order for them to bring about their desired outcome, well let me let me just say that their desired outcome they recognize and they know is not beneficial for the people that it will be imposed upon so they know that in order to impose it upon people the number one thing you got to get over is those people not wanting it to be imposed upon them which means you have to silence those people it's all about destroying the ability for regular people to speak up against them because they realize that only by this power of censorship are they able to bring about their the ends that they desire so They're not being shy about this. They're not being coy about it. They're just coming out and saying what they're planning on doing. If anything, they're being too descriptive and too upfront about it. I think we could all benefit from a little subtlety. EU Commission VP tells the World Economic Forum America will soon have hate speech laws. And again, they're not saying that this might come. They're not saying that this is needed. They're just telling you what they're going to do. They're just telling you, here's what's coming down the pipe doesn't matter if you like it or not. doesn't matter if you want it or not. doesn't matter if we've even – like that's the, the beauty of not having to argue about it. They don't even have to make the argument. They don't have to explain why this is a preferable thing in order to get you to go along with it. They're just going to impose it upon you, and they're open about this at this point. Let's go to clip number 15 first. UN, the UN Secretary General openly commands politicians around the world to shape public opinions themselves. Let's watch. But
1: politicians need to understand – and sometimes we are faced with this kind of challenges. It is better to take today decisions that will eventually be not popular, but it will be essential to be able to shape the public opinion itself.
2: Again, I don't need to translate that. I don't need to tell you what he's really he just is saying it. And in fact what he's saying, if you do read between the lines, if you do just think about it for a little bit, right, he's just publicly announcing that you know, if people are allowed to come to their own conclusions and allowed to form their own compi- uh, opinions, then it would make their job harder because the people's opinions would be against what they want to do. And so they understand that they have to first lay the groundwork of molding public opinion to fit their designs. It's manufacturing consent. Liberals used to be able to see this for what it is. Now they're all in favor of it. And again, it just – they're just being open about it. Clip number 24 is that European Commission VP. So we've just heard from the president of the UN. Now we hear from the vice president of the uh, – basically the executive branch of the European Union. Here she's saying that now, you know, very soon, the US will be under the same style of hate speech laws that are currently – uh, keeping Europe from doing anything about the things that the World Economic Forum is committing to it, right? Can't speak up against it because it's, well, it's hate speech and it's soon going to come to America, courtesy of our unelected world leaders at the World Economic Forum. Let's watch.
8: Well, we need the people who understand the language and the case law in the country mm. because what qualifies as hate, hate speech, as illegal hate speech, which you will have soon also in the U.S. I think that um, we we have a strong reason why we have this in the criminal law. Uh, we uh, we need the platforms uh, to simply work with, with the language and to identify such cases. The AI would be too dangerous.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it would be too dangerous. Yeah, I think they'll use it anyway. I think they already are. Actually, in fact, I know they already are. Uh, but again, it's... It's not that they think they have the best ideas. It's that they want power and they're going to take it. And they know they don't have the best ideas. And so they have to silence people with better ideas because they prefer their ideas more. And we can actually see this in action. Clip number 32 is the Moderna CEO, Stephanie Bensel, speaking at the World Economic Forum this year, criticizing the countries that even dared to have a debate about the safety of the COVID-19 vaccine. Let's watch.
1: The extent of this misinformation
6: when it, came, when it comes to vaccination, I think, has as a somebody who works in the media, I, I mean, that was just overwhelming to see all of that across all the channels, right?
8: Yes, and I exactly agree with panelists, which is, I think, in some countries, you know, you saw scientific debate in national TV at prime time. So you can imagine how people were scared. You know, then, as have said, you know, a lot of political debate in some countries, and the US was kind of maybe one of the worst places in the world. And you saw the differences of countries where all the parties would say, you know, this has been approved by the regulators, clinical studies have been done, you should get your your your, your vaccines and so on. And then, as have said, I mean, the social media was just terrible, uh, just terrible. And so, at a time of uncertainty where people were scared for their loved ones. You know, many people. You know, downs. Uh, it was very hard for everybody from a just mental health standpoint. Uh, when you couple this with all that environment, you could see some countries where you had scientific debate and political debate and social media. If you had those three things, a vaccine rate uh, very very low. Absolutely. Yeah,
2: you know, it's much easier for us to work in the countries where everyone agreed on the same thing and there were no dissenting voices. Yeah, obviously it's easier for tyrants when nobody's allowed to disagree with them. What an amazing discovery you've uncovered. It's – wow, how did nobody realize this before? Of course they will be the first to tell you the real big issue, the real big problem on – like at the top of the the list of issues they're having to confront, the World Economic Forum – isn't necessarily people talking bad about the vaccines or talking differently about climate change. Really what they're concerned about is people talking about them, all these conspiracy theories about these loving and generous people. That cannot be tolerated. Here's Klaus Schwab in the opening remarks of World Economic Forum this year.
10: Cooperation in a fragmented world. At the beginning of this year, we are confronted with unprecedented and multiple challenges. We need to overcome the most critical fragmentation. And the most critical fragmentation is between those who take a constructive attitude and those who are just bystanders, observers, and even go into the negative, critical, and confrontational attitude.
2: We must confront the people that have a negative attitude about us. Would you vote for this guy? I didn't think so. In
0: early 2022, InfoWars launched a very important fundraiser that kept us on air. Your support of that fundraiser is the reason we are still here today fighting the globalist and having incredibly successful results. So I thank you for your past support. Now, that was a three-coin series, the founding member coin. The final coin that we're putting out for a long time is the Teddy Roosevelt man-in-the-arena coin exclusively available at 1776coin.com. There are only a few thousand of the coins left. And yes, there's a markup on the coins because that's why it's a fundraiser. And the coin is a collector's item memento of your support during the second American revolution. So if you want to get one of these coins, they're going fast, and you can get $30 off on the coin with promo code seventeen seventy six at 1776coin.com. Thanks for keeping us on the air. The eugenicists over 100 years ago were very public about their plans. They financed major universities. They ran full-page stories and advertisements pushing their propaganda in the New York Times, other major newspapers, that the family as we know it is a bad thing and must be ended. And the first step in that is getting women out of the household and teaching women that... Cooking dinner and taking care of your sons and daughters and husbands is a bad thing. And I was just sitting here tonight making dinner for my daughter, my four-and-a-half-year-old daughter. My wife makes dinner a lot of times, but I like to make it as well. I love to make breakfast. And literally, it's the funnest thing on earth to make food for your family and be nutritive and then all sit down together and have that communal event. And that's what the system is attacking and bombarding, is our normal biological actions are coming together. They really are sick Evil scientific cult of filth that want to domesticate us and turn us into lab rats. We cannot let this continue.
1: You're listening to the American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video.
2: All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen is the American Journal. We're going to continue with our coverage of the World Economic Forum Uh, here in this segment. We'll probably continue that into the first five of the next segment. I'm probably not going to have time to take your calls today because we're actually going to be playing a special interview uh, with Mark Passios that Alex Jones did. Uh, We'll be playing that at the 9.30 time slot at 10 o'clock. We'll be joined by Miriam Heinen. Uh, She is a investigative journalist and filmmaker who's just made a new documentary about the George Floyd event. Very interesting. I watched it yesterday, and I'm excited to ask her some questions. And uh, so we have a lot to cover. We're going to talk about Trump. We're going to talk about the war in Ukraine. But for now, we're going to continue our coverage of the World Economic Forum. I hope that you can go to InfoWarsStore.com and support us. We really make it easy to do. We have a giant hill to get over, but that's not a big burden on you every Every dollar you spend at InfowarsStore.com is another step up that hill, is another, you know, push at our back, getting us over this obstacle. So, you know, anything that you can do to help us at InfowarsStore.com, if just donating five bucks or a dollar, or what just whatever you got, it would help us more than you could possibly know. If everybody listening right now did that, we would never have to ask again. We would never have to, it would, it would be over. So just if you don't mind, if you don't mind, go to Infowarsstore.com. help us stay on the air, and best of all you get a fantastic supplement that'll improve your life and you'll see incredible positive results from those, especially if you find something that can, you know, make up for some sort of, you know, lack of nutrition that you have currently. Anyway, we'll, we'll get we'll get more into it uh, later. I was having a funny conversation with my dad about the uh, the products at InfoWars. But we'll get into it later. I want to get to these videos from World Economic Forum, but just – I won't be on air if you don't go to InfoWarsStore.com. So I got to ask you to do that. Please, InfoWarsStore.com. We really appreciate it, and you will too. It's mutually beneficial. That's what it means to be a 360 win. Now, we just talked about how free speech is the the number one concern of the World Economic Forum. They really can't have all of these pesky little – fellow human beings, speaking up against them. They're in charge, don't you know? They have taken for themselves the mantle of leaders of the world. Nobody elected them. Nobody voted for them. Their policies are horrific, as they are genocidal. Uh, But they're in charge now, apparently, because the banks say so, because the corporations say so, and because the media is in their pocket. It's absurd, but that's what it is. One of the interesting things about this, and we'll see how we... How we make our way through this here. But as I've said for a very long time. The reality of the great reset. Is that it is more accurately called the great combination. Or the great collaboration. Something along those lines. It's the remaking of the world. From one in which nation states hold sovereignty. To one in which unelected cabals of corporatists. Run the world completely above and without accountability. That's all it is. It's, it couldn't be more obvious. And so it's interesting when you see things like the Twitter files be exposed, the whistleblowers from the FBI come forward and talk about the way that the FBI is cooperating with the big tech to censor American dissidents. And you see a lot of people sort of naively expecting the FBI to to back off of this, expecting the FBI to act like they've been caught because they have. They were secretly engaged in censorious activity against American citizens via the private company of Twitter or Facebook, some big tech corporation. Any other time in American history, this would have been a major scandal. This would have been something that the FBI either had to explain or explain why it was wrong, explain why what they were doing is right. The problem is not that... The FBI is doing this necessarily. The problem is that the American people no longer value free speech as a human right. So when they're told that the FBI is doing this, their mind goes to, oh, good, the authorities are protecting us from the dangerous ideas. That's the big problem here. And you can tell that's the problem because the FBI has not acknowledged the Twitter file releases. They have never made a statement about the whistleblowers. They did fire the whistleblowers. They did, you know, Retaliate against the whistleblowers in a completely illegal fashion. But they're doing this in a way that shows their utter contempt and disregard for the values and the principles of free speech and the rights of the American people over whom they have authority. Now, I'm going to play a clip from Chris Ray here showing exactly that, that not only are they not concerned that the American people know that they're engaged in big tech, they're overseas telling a audience of foreigners how they're about to ramp up that censorship and even to a greater degree cooperate and intertwine themselves with big tech in order to censor more american people and as we go to this video think just for a second about what you're actually seeing you're about to see the head of the FBI the Federal Bureau of Investigation the domestic police force federal police force here in america overseas front of an audience of foreigners which he shouldn't even be there anyway. Why is the FBI there? Why is a representative for the FBI overseas having secret meetings with world leaders from other countries completely outside of the purview of the American press or the American government or anything of the sort? The fact that he's even there is a slap in the face to the American people in any legitimate you know, law enforcement capacity. He should be here working on problems here in America. Instead, he's – cooperating with foreign powers to censor the American people on behalf of their global unelected government. It's really incredible. Let's go to clip 27, where again, Christopher Wray slaps us all in the face, just spits in our eye and tells us, yeah, we're cooperating with big tech and we're going to do it even more in the future. It's very exciting. Let's watch.
9: And I think the uh, the sophistication of the private sector is, is improving and, and particularly important, the level of Collaboration between the private sector and the government, especially the FBI, has, I think, uh, made significant strides. Pretty much every technology we could talk about today, uh, we see both great opportunity but great great
2: dangers uh, in the wrong hand. The level of collaboration between the private sector and the government has made significant strides. So it's a different way of framing it. Right? On one hand, you say, huh, it looks like the federal government is engaged in censorious activity, violating the First Amendment by cooperating with and, and outsourcing their tyranny to private companies to carry out their orders in the secret, in the background, cooperating. Or you could say that the collaboration between private sector and government entities has made significant strides in the recent past. Like they're not apologizing for this because they know that they don't have to. Right? They don't feel bad about doing this. They're telling you they're going to do it more, which makes me really think that maybe the Twitter file release was just the announcement to the American people. This is how we do things now. That may be it. Now let's look at uh, clip number 30. Here's Alex Carp interview in Davos. Alex Carp is the co-founder and CEO of Peter Thiel's company called Palantir. Here's him explaining how he's using the technology that he's developed in cooperation with governments to silence political dissent. Let's watch.
1: Look, we built PG, which single-handedly stopped uh, uh, the rise of the far right in 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 Europe. We built. We can stop it right there. We can stop
2: it right there, right? PG is uh, Palantir Gotham, commercially available AI-ready operating system that improves and accelerates decisions for operators across all roles and all and all domains. And he just said, he just said it quietly there, like as if it's not a big deal. He said, we created. Palantir Gotham, which single-handedly stopped the rise of the far right in Europe. What? So you, the CEO of Palantir just admitted that his AI single-handedly stopped a political movement from growing in Europe. I would think there would be some pretty significant follow-up questions as to how they did that, who they were working on the behalf of, and what gave them the right to think that, they have the authority to go in and stop a nascent political movement in its tracks by using AI manipulation of information channels. Pretty insane, right? But all of this is in service of a goal. The goal is actually explained by Klaus Schwab in clip number 20. Let's watch that.
8: Who
10: will really command the force of this revolution and its technology like artificial so intelligence?
1: What's your sense of Who's best placed at this time to lead the world into the fourth industrial revolution? Because you pretty much created this term. We're seeing the kind of technological strides that China has made with Huawei, with the 5G technology. Do you believe that this could potentially be China's time once again?
10: We, we should make here, uh, again, a, a let's say a differentiation on the one hand. We have uh, state capitalism on the other hand we have shareholder or private capitalism so it's a clash between two systems i i believe that um, state capitalism in the short term in the short term provides a certain advantages because you can mobilize in a concentrated in other words way, in other words the
2: other faction the stakeholder faction, faction is them so just read through the lines here when they're talking about the fourth industrial, fourth industrial revolution, who will have control of the AI that will transform the world? And Klaus Schwab is saying us, we are. So we have to silence everybody from talking about it, then bring in all the corporations, and then we'll have complete power. I am extremely honored to be seen by the
0: globalists as their number one enemy. I am blessed to know that our information is so hardcore that the enemies of humanity are obsessed with silencing us they know the truth about their globalist operations is exposed, it's game over. And all over the planet, humanity is awakening and peacefully fighting back. And our main tool is free speech and the truth we promote using free speech. That's why when you share articles and videos from Band.video Video or Infowars.com or Newswars.com, it changes the world. And that's why when you go to Infowarsstore.com and get amazing products that empower you and your body and your immune system and that of your family, you're also Empowering the tip of the spear in the fight against the globalists. The fight starts at Infowars.com and the support of the fight starts at Infowarsstore.com. God bless and thank you all for your support.
1: You're watching The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch live right now at band.video.
2: Back, folks. This is the American Journal. Second hour has begun. We're taking a little break at 9:30 uh, to play an interview with Mark Passio that Alex Jones conducted. That I think you will, you will all enjoy. But right now, I want to, and, and actually, we're going to do a follow-up to that last segment on the other side. In the next segment, we're going to be uh, following a thread from Michael Knowles, where he talks about another major threat to free speech here in America and really around the world. Before we do that, I want to show you a video of former vice president and man bear pig hunter Al Gore going on the most unhinged, shrieking rant about climate change I've ever heard in my life. It is just, it's just bonkers. It's just insane. But of course, we know that The World Economic Forum is conducting and carrying out a plethora, a swath of very high-level psychological operations, the key for all of those being fear. We know physically, like biologically, reaction to fear is to shut off the thinking part of the brain and to revert you to an animalistic call-and-response style of mindset – And that's their biggest weapon. That's their their greatest weapon because if people were to be able to think clearly and rationally about the things that were being proposed, they would never succeed. So they circumvent and override the logical part by appealing to the emotional part in the most powerful way they know how, which is to inspire fear. Fear of white supremacy will be used to destroy free speech. Fear of the virus was used to destroy the entire world's economy and convince people to take a vaccine that's going to kill them. Fear is always – the, intru- the uh, fear is the needle for whatever, you know. Fear is the delivery system for whatever they want to inoculate your society with. Here's Alex. Uh, here's uh, Al Gore taking this to a whole nother level. I mean, hysteria doesn't even enter into it. Reminder: science is still sort of out on this. Uh, still sort of not, not confirmed either way whether the climate is changing at a particularly rapid rate, whether that rate of change is being affected by pollution or the sun, you know, none of this is really all that certain. And maybe that's why he has to get so emotional about this. You typically don't have to get emotional about things that are true and easy to explain. But here's Al Gore just going totally mad at Davos in Switzerland yesterday. Let's watch
0: of the land and creating the droughts and melting the ice and raising the sea level and causing these waves of climate refugees predicted to reach one billion in this century look at the xenophobia and political authoritarian trends that have come from just a few million refugees what about a billion we would lose our capacity for self-governance on this world we have to act so in answer to your question i would say we have to have a sense of urgency much greater than we have yet had and we need have had and we need to make some changes.
2: Uh, the the floods and the tidal waves and the dinosaurs coming alive again. And it's just like, OK, all right, calm down, calm down. He's like and the migrants, the millions upon millions of migrants. And it's like, well, then <laughs> wait, 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 what? No, it's not the migrants he's mad at. It's the reaction to the migrants. That he's infuriated at, right? These millions upon millions of migrants. Can you imagine a billion migrants? We need them here now. But you have to shut up. We can't have people argue back against it. I mean it's just – just insanity, folks. So – These people are insane. They're going insane. They're getting more and more desperate. They are desperate to inspire fear in you about whatever they can get you with. Are you scared about climate change? No. Well, then you should be scared about the vaccine. You're not scared about the vaccine, then you got to be scared about migration. If you're not scared about migration, you got to be scared about this. You got to be scared about the fear mongers. The fear mongers are the real thing you got to be scared of. Those people telling you to be scared, they're the real threat. They're going to kill us all. I mean, this is this is how they're going to destroy the earth. This is how they're going to take over the earth. This is how they have taken over the earth. This is the method, this is the the plan, this is the program, now you know it, now you can explain it to other people, now they can free themselves from this cage and think clearly and reject the...
1: You're watching The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch live right now at
2: band.video. Oh man. You know, I didn't think we'd have time to open up the phone lines, I almost want to open them up now. Because I just saw on Twitter one of our regular callers, Patty from Boston. He says this I mean, it's almost perfect. Almost don't even have to hear. But I'll, just, I'll just talk to you here, Patty. Wake up. <laughs> just wake up. Wake up. You're sleeping. You're still sleeping. You think you're awake. You're in a, you're in a double dream state. You're deep within the inception machine fractal uh, uh, consciousness. He says this based in pilled pod on Twitter. The WEF is about as relevant as the United Nations. It's not nobody gives an F. And they've won. And that's it. That's victory. That's they've they have succeeded. They have won. You succeed. I mean, can you imagine? Can you imagine believing that when the CEO of Pfizer and Moderna and the head of the FBI and about 20 high-level federal government officials from the United States and the leaders of the biggest corporations in the world and the editor and the leader of the New York Times and the editor and the leader of the Washington Post and the you know heads of just the biggest corporations in the entire world are all gathering together at a summit. But it doesn't matter. But they can't do anything. They have no power. They're, they're nothing. It doesn't matter. It's just – All of the most powerful people in the world all getting together and setting policy, but don't pay attention to it and it won't affect you. It has no influence. Like the UN. What's the UN ever done other than, you know, flood Europe with migrants? Also flood America with migrants? Also impose rules on countries all over the world. Also they have an army that they deploy into war zones to carry out military operations, but who cares? Who cares? Just ignore what they're doing. Again, it's the last bastion, The last safe house and refuge of the liberals is I just am going to close my eyes and pretend it's not happening. It is happening. It's obvious. It's right there in front of your face. It's going on. There is no reasonable ability for anybody to ignore or pretend that it doesn't have an effect. It obviously does because you see it in your life in front of your very eyes. But if you close those eyes and turn off your consciousness, then sure, it doesn't matter. None of this matters, and they're just getting together to – you know whatever drink champagne and and you know talk about the hookers they had last night sure maybe they're just doing that maybe or maybe just maybe they're doing what they are obviously doing and telling everybody that they're doing which is forming a world government by entrapping and and you know bringing into the fold all of the world leaders from every country in the world it's just it's just baffling to me it's just baffling the World Economic Forum doesn't matter, and what they're doing doesn't have an effect. <laughs> it's just its just the most powerful people in the world getting together and discussing things. It's not like they have any power. It's not like Christopher Wray has any power. It's not like BlackRock has any power, right? Right? It's not like Moderna or Pfizer have any power on Earth, right? I mean, it's just... This is, how, this is how we lose. This is how humanity loses. It's not us. It's not the people actually talking about this. It's the people like old Patty who uh, is providing them cover, is giving them covers, working on their behalf. Just wild. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's – no, no, no. He's like the person in the Matrix who sells out all of his friends to be put back in the Matrix because he's told he can have a fast car when he does. Yeah, that's the, that's the guy. That's the guy, right? This is like you break out of the Matrix and you wake up. You, you pull the thing out of your mouth. You see like aliens flying around. You go back into the Matrix. You're like, there's aliens. There's that. It's crazy. This isn't the real world. This is fake. And the people there are just like, who cares? Yeah, but it doesn't matter. So there are big aliens flying around in the real world? Like, it it doesn't matter. Who cares? Like, okay, going to Plato's cave. These are shadows. This isn't the real world. And they're just like, yeah, so what if we're in a cave chained to a wall? It's fine because they love us. Just incredible. It really is incredible. I feel sorry for you, Patty. It's. I mean, I feel sorry for people that are... Like born blind, like I, I can't even imagine what that would be like. But to willingly blind yourself, that's a whole nother level. <laughs> the World Economic Forum is as relevant as the UN. It's not. It's not relevant. UN, the, the federal government, not relevant. The state government, not relevant. The biggest corporations in the world, not relevant. The media conglomerates, not relevant six companies that own 90 percent of the media output in this country all the leaders of every one of those companies all gathering in one place at one time to discuss the future of earth and to say in no uncertain terms that we will be masters of the planet but it doesn't matter but who cares but stop paying attention to it but ignore it ignore it it's just incredible see that's the key. That's that's what they really want. I'm realizing now. They don't want censorship. They want a world in which censorship is not necessary, a world in which people are like Patty from Boston, a world in which you don't have to stop people from complaining because nobody thinks to complain, a world in which you don't have to silence your critics because nobody even knows that you're doing what you're doing. They want a world where they can control the levers of power at every different sector of government and, and society and civilization and commerce without ever even being – without the people under them even being aware that they exist. That's the key. That's what they want. They don't want censorship. Censorship is a, is a necessity for them. They're – primary or or superlative desire is 1984 newspeak. People can't even conceive of the words to express the idea of revolution. That's what they want. They don't want people who are trying to speak up and then they have to shut them up. They want people who the, the idea that they could speak up would never even enter into their mind. The idea that maybe you should be concerned about the leaders of your world gathering together and discussing openly how they're going to enslave and or get rid of you. They want to be able to do that without anybody speaking up against it, without anybody caring, without anybody wondering what they're doing or why they're doing it. They want a world of this. They want a world of blank fluoride stairs. Just, But why do you care? Just let them exploit you. Just don't have children and eat the bugs and live in a pod and pay no attention to how it got this way. Just deal with the rising crime. Just deal with not feeling at home in your own country anymore just deal with the endless war and the manufactured viruses and labs and the vaccines that make you more likely to get the disease just accept it all act as if it's all totally normal and coming out of nowhere and just appearing yesterday and nobody knows where it came from but we all have to accept it now just be a mindless purposeless sheep who doesn't even question the motives of the shepherd it's That's the goal. That's the ultimate goal. They've achieved it in people like Patty from Boston. They have achieved it in the vast majority of liberals in this country because, you know, there's a certain point. I was talking to my friend. I was telling you all about the story, Paralandra, the uh, C.S. Lewis sci-fi where the devil is um, trying to corrupt the Eve character, and there's another character there arguing against him. I was telling my friend this story, and he was talking about the prophet Elijah or Elias. I think they're the same one. Uh, But, you know, it's the type of thing where you can argue with somebody and they might disagree with you. That's fine. You can't convince. Then you can show them by example that you're right. And if they still don't believe you, then they're a lost cause. There's nothing you can do, right? We're not speculating here. We shouldn't. we're, We're not trying to convince anybody of anything. We're just showing people what's real. We're just showing people reality. The sky is blue. Grass is green. Dogs run on four feet cats lick themselves to clean themselves and the world elite gather in Davos to form a world government and impose their policies on the rest of the world without even the remote facsimile of democratic appeal. That's just what's happening. You can either argue for that. You can explain why that's a good thing that that should be happening. You can argue why it's a bad thing that could be happening, or you could take that third route, the route they want you to take, which is willful ignorance in which you say, I don't believe it's happening. It's the last refuge. It's the last little hidey hole of the liberals as they refuse to acknowledge or contend with what's actually happening in the real world. Their last and final place of refuge will be, I just don't believe it's happening. I just will remain willfully ignorant. I can see it happening. It's happening right there in front of me. But if I close my eyes, then it's not real to me. Mark Twain, one of
0: America's greatest writers and satirists in minds, famously said more than 150 years ago, rumors of his demise had been greatly exaggerated because the newspapers kept saying he died decades before he did die. And it's the same psyop today. InfoWars is more influential and more powerful than ever because of your support and because of the facts of what we've covered is coming true. But if they can convince you we've been shut down, if they can convince you that we're going away, and you stop supporting, you stop spreading the word, then they do win. Ladies and gentlemen, there's only one group of people that can shut down InfoWars, and that's you, the viewers and listeners. If you decide we're done, we're done. If you decide to go to InfoWarsStore.com and get supplements and books and films and T-shirts and so much more, we will stay on the air indefinitely. It is all in your hands. So thanks for your support. Stand up against the globalists. Go to InfoWarsStore.com right now and keep us on air. It's up to you. I have been in a 28-year marathon battle with a globalist. I have come from nowhere to the very heights of politics, not just in America, but in the world. We are engaging the globalists at Point blank range in the information war, but I don't deserve the credit. Yes, I've persevered, but the listeners and viewers who support InfoWars are the real reason we've had this success. We're having now the greatest victories in the fight against the New World Order we've ever had.
1: Listening to the American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video.
2: All right, folks, we got a little distracted there in that last segment. Let's get back on uh, track. I'm going to go through this very informative and interesting thread by Michael Knowles on Twitter. You know, we know know, we we talk about censorship so much here, but you really have to understand the number of different ways that our free speech is under attack from like every different angle. Right. You've got the big tech censorship. You've got the uh, manufactured narrative coming out of the mainstream media. You've got the intelligence agencies cooperating and and, uh, coordinating all of this activity as the centralized hub of so-called truth tellers, right? You've got the disinformation board uh, that they created and then said they disbanded, but are still actually implementing. So you've got the speech controls from the government, speech controls from the corporations, speech controls from the uh, media outlets, speech controls from your uh, fellow human beings who are radicalized and you know uh, turned into extremist through these various channels. It's coming at you from everywhere. I mean, even let alone the big corporations that are pumping up their ESG scores by donating to NGOs whose primary purpose is the censorship and distortion of truth. But, you know, leave that to the side. You've got the activist, you know, wing of the left that will get your company doesn't matter how small it is to disown and destroy you if you don't go along with them. So, you know, it's, it's at an individual level. It's at a societal level. It's a full out from every different angle attack on your free speech using whatever they can claim is the excuse they need hate speech racism anti-semitism climate change denial covid vaccine hesitancy i mean it doesn't matter right it doesn't it's just like the it's just like all the things they impeach or, or charge donald trump for none of it matters the purpose is they want to get trump they want to destroy our speech they want to shut us up so we can't oppose them In any meaningful way, and the way that they do that is through censorship. The way they get censorship is by invoking one of these fear-causing crises that they themselves have created. It's the simplest program you could ever imagine. Just people like Patty are willfully blind to it. Michael Knowles says this. If you thought the Twitter files were as bad as it gets for the trust and safety of big tech merging with government, you ain't seen nothing yet. Safety by design might be the biggest tech threat you've never heard of. The World Economic Forum, the Australian government, and a radical bureaucrat named Julie Inman Grant are using it to impose their woke ideology onto the internet for everyone worldwide. Here is how. Again, fantastic thread. Michael Knowles, full credit there. Go to Twitter to find it or to my Substack to uh, find a link. You may remember Julie Grant, the Australian e-safety commissioner, from this viral World Economic Forum clip last year in which she proposed a recalibration of free speech we've got to recalibrate free speech until it's a little less free let's go to clip number 12
11: are finding ourselves in a place um, where we're we have increasing polarization everywhere and everything feels binary when it doesn't need to be so I think we're going to have to think about a recalibration of a whole range of human rights that are playing out online you know from freedom of speech to the freedom to you know to be free from on- online violence or the uh, right of data protection to the right to
2: child dignity. The right to child dignity. That's a good word for pedophilia, folks, but it doesn't matter, right? its They're saying it. They're open. They are saying this, but it doesn't matter. Remember, ignore this. Ignore that this is happening. Be a good liberal and pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. After beginning her career in D.C., Grant tried to become a safety antagonist, her words, at Microsoft, Adobe, and pre-Elon Twitter. She left big tech after her push for safety by design fell flat, and she went where her scheme for control was welcome. The uh, Australian government and the World Economic, Forum, uh, uh, World Economic Forum. I believe we have this video as well. Let's play clip number nine. I
11: um, Spent 22 years in the technology industry working at Microsoft, Twitter, and Adobe. Um, Often people call, refer to me as the poacher turned gamekeeper because now I regulate the companies. Um, and I, I, you know, I was an abject failure in terms of um, being that safety antagonist inside the company and getting them to do the right thing. So I brought the uh, concept of safety by design to Microsoft ten years ago, and I kind of got the on oh, no, our Julie. It
2: was amazing. I, I honestly, we, we can take it down. I, I struggle to even and, you know, conceive of what these people's lives are like. Right. You just come up with this idea where you're like, I've got this clever new phrase to couch censorship in. I call it safety by design. Like how do you – and then she's just like appointed to these companies. Like who is hiring her to do this? Like, And she's just like, so then I'm in charge of supervising the company and making them conform to these rules I made up. It's just like how do you even get to that position? Like who gives you the authority to do that? And then at the company, like there's just some lady that's there all of a sudden that's just like demanding that you – like write algorithms to silence people and she's just like i'm in charge now i'm here to tell you how to do it's just i don't even get how this whole thing operates except that you've got uh, literally a mafia working at the higher levels just placing people different places to see how it works but she apparently just gets uh, it's as she puts it an, an abject failure in this weird attempt to like worm her way into tech companies and then demand like change it from the inside just total subversive snake here the e-safety commissioner operates programs everyone can all get behind such as removing child pornography but the programs don't stop at that at the line of legality the office also seeks to suppress whatever it deems harmful every so often we hear what that means let's go now to clip number 11
6: um, that the app stores, frankly, have a role to play as, as a bottle, bottle, bottleneck. And I, I guess we did see some deep, um, creative deplatforming around um, January 6th in the Capital Siege. But, you know, nobody's been holding the app stores accountable for road platforms that might be hosted um, on their, their stores. So it's, it's very broad. Um, we have something called the basic online safety expectations that looks at safety by design and basically says to companies, these are the basic safety standards we expect you to live by. Um, And if you don't, or if we cannot tell that you are enforcing your own, you know, terms of service and standards consistently and fairly, then I can compel transparency reports. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I can start to ask those questions. Well, how how does that safety feature um, actually work and is it really working? Or I can ask questions about how are you dealing with this really wicked problem like recidivism on your platforms? You know, are you really enforcing your real names policy? Um, Are you um, picking up signals when high volume cross-platform attacks or pylons are
2: happening? So she just appoints herself to this position and then, you know, demands censorship. But it's amazing there. She actually uses a term I use, slightly different, but I always talk about civilizational choke points, right, or civilizational bottlenecks where you can have this massive corporation that has people of all different views but you can have one position there that's like an hr person that can control the public output for that entire company and so they put themselves in these positions so she actually uses the term bottleneck which is another good term for it. she says the app stores are a bottleneck in other words they're a nexus of control if you can get your hands on the app store then you don't have to censor all the different apps you have the bottleneck you have the civilizational control point that you can get all the rest of it so it's amazing that you know, she comes out and says that, and says it's very useful for us to then force everybody else to abide by our safety rules. Again, you got to give it to the liberals. By just saying everything is for safety, uh, it works. It, when the new SS is created, it'll be called the Safety Squad, and they'll be going around making sure everybody's safe by, you know, killing the dissidents. It'll be amazing. Uh, in between Grant's apparent desire to have app stores banned more than Parlor and her mockery of middle aged Caucasian men, you might have noticed two key mentions harm and basic online safety expectations, which fall under safety by design. So, what is safety by design? Safety by design is the notion that government regulators cannot possibly keep up with innovation, so, liberals' regulatory preferences need to be built into the technology itself. Uh, this is already operating in Australia, courtesy of the World Economic Forum, as she got a job there through them. And, of course, this is already being enacted by many of the technological companies, uh, you know, on their own uh, design. And this is, of course, the fulfillment of what we covered from the World Economic Forum, the merging of private and public into one censorious, unquestionable power grid.
0: The second American revolution is happening right now
2: against the New World Order.
0: And the answer to their 1984 tyranny is the 1776 mindset. And InfoWars embodies that fight for human liberty against globalist tyranny. Now, in the last year, we've done a very successful fundraiser of silver coins. When you buy the coin, you know that you are supporting the transmission, and you get a historical memento so you can remember the great contribution you made to freedom. Now, despite the fact that the coins are selling out, the last of the Four coin series... Teddy Roosevelt man the arena. We're offering it for $30 off right now while supplies last at 1776coin.com. And just like an NPR pledge drive where they mark up a coffee cup or a t shirt or a DVD 300%, that's what we've done with this because it's a fundraiser. But despite that, we're offering $30 off exclusively at 1776 on what coins remain. Please go to 1776coin.com right now. Infowars.com is tomorrow's news. Today Yeah, the old days of the media demonize you and line about you. Destroy you, but today it does. From the InfoWars.com
10: studios, it's Alex Jones.
0: But today it does the opposite, really. It, it, it makes those that are gullible hate you. The people that are awake love you. So it's it's a very weird paradox. The Abo Script has announced that we are their number one enemies. Those that criticize them, those that are anti-New World Order. AP comes out and says we're all making it up that they want world government to control our bodies, while they say on the stage they're gonna take over our genetics with these shots. Now We've got a raft of special guests. We're going live until midnight. It's the same InfoWars. Alex Jones was right broadcast. We are not going away. We are not shutting down. We are in Chapter 11, Subchapter 5, reorganization. That means with the rigged trials they had, that takes them to the table and basically makes them understand they don't have all this extra money and ends this whole thing. But who will end our broadcast is the listeners and viewers if you believe their lies that we're being shut down. We're not being shut down. Even if the court made that decision, I would just go across the street and fire the show right back up, and I've got offers all over the place. But I want to keep our crew here. I want to keep this brain trust here, bandot video, all the things we're doing. So please keep us on air. Go to InfowarStore.com. Biggest sale of the year yet is running right now, and a lot of these products are selling out. We have to end these specials soon. Immune support, 40% off. Brain Force Plus and Brain Force Ultra ending soon. 50% off, whole food multivitamin, 40% off, vitamin C with zinc, a mega dose of it, super high end, 40% off ending soon, ultimate krill oil, highest grade krill oil, so good for your brain, your heart, everything, 40% off, just the dreams you'll have on it, folks, take it before you go to sleep, krill oil, pain MD, 40% off, incredible, already a number one top selling product in the country, we were able to private label it, it's one of our newest products, pain MD, 1776 testosterone boost, same thing, top selling product under another name, the owner of the big company, let me private label it. 1776 testosterone boost, 40% off. X7 diets, selling out, 40% off. Vitamin D3, selling out fast, 50% off. you got to get the money in. Superfemale Vitality, selling out fast, 50% off. Ultimate krill Oil, selling out fast, 40% off. Down and Out Sleep Aid, just came back in stock, amazing, 40% off. Real Red Bill Plus, sold out for two years, back in stock, 50% off. Finally, back in stock, limited supply, fizzy, magnesium, 25% off. Living Defense, back in stock, 25% off. Alpha Power, back in stock, 25% off. VASO, be complete, back in stock, 25% off. super Vitality, back in stock, 25% off. Infowarsstore.com or 888-253-3139. And it's key to understand we have all these great guests that are coming on, tweeting and Facebooking and everything else and telling their great audience to come here to create synergy And in the future with these folks, I want to do that for them as well. And this is how we fight together, how we organize, how we unify and create that amplification effect that the elites are so scared of. Their number one issue at Davos, the Bilderberg Group's mouth, their spokesperson, is the burgeoning independent anti-globalist pro-human natural law movement. And speaking of exploding, I've known who Mark Passio is for a decade or eight, nine years at least. Uh, I listen to him almost every day. My wife listens to him religiously. And his natural law understanding, that's what the ancients and, and, and the globalists understand, is exploding. I get so many comments in grocery stores, on the streets, and everywhere about Mark Passio, but also hear his quotes coming out of people's mouths. And I see who Mark Passio is, and they don't know. That's when you know you're successful. When you hear people saying the exact thing someone's saying that they got from him through somebody else, that's when you know you've broken into the zeitgeist. So, congratulations to what in the world is really happening host and there it is on screen what on earth is happening.com that is mark passio we only got him for two segments because that's the issue with having so many great guests on we can only have them for two segments and this is the, the list of guests is a conspiracyfact.info so without further ado mark passio condensing boiling down your most important information thanks for being here
7: Alex, thank you so much for having me on. Uh, I would say that uh, in a nutshell, my information boils down to basically two things. Uh, the first is the causal factors for why humanity uh, is currently experiencing tyranny and enslavement. The, the current human condition is actually covert slavery. And unlike other uh, researchers and, and broadcasts, what I do on What on Earth is Happening is I explain the causal reasons that humanity is experiencing those conditions as opposed to breaking down the the 3D worldly events. I'm not saying I never do that, but that is not the main area of my focus. What I focus upon is explaining to people what are what are the underlying reasons that this is actually manifesting in our world and that this is our current condition. And if we understand that there is There are laws that govern human freedom, and the laws that govern human freedom are entirely based on whether the aggregate or collective human behavior is overall moral or not. In other words, there's a direct relationship to moral behavior and whether humanity experiences freedom or tyranny and enslavement and chaos. So we have to understand what the objective morality is. And this constitutes the study of what I call in my work, natural law. Many other researchers in the past have termed it natural law. Natural law is the laws of the creator of the universe. It's the laws of God. It's the laws of uh, uh, morality uh, in in the entire cosmos, in the entire universe. These are laws that ultimately govern the behavior of intelligent beings, beings with the capacity for understanding the difference between right and wrong behavior. And so we have to be correct about what right and wrong behavior actually is. I always say on my show constantly, the reason that we're losing our rights is because the average human being cannot define a right. They cannot tell you what a human right is and actually get the, the definition, get the answer to that question correct. A right is simply an action that does not initiate harm to another sentient being. If we live and exist within our rights, meaning we're not committing any actions that are transgressions against other sentient beings, we're not committing murder, assault, rape, theft, trespass, coercion, and deception, what I call in my work, the true seven deadly sins, then we are not violating the rights of others. And then our, our behaviors go out into the universe and they are actually interoperating with the natural law, with the laws of behavioral consequence embedded within nature. And then we are receiving back from the universe, a consequence. We either receive consequence for good moral behaviors in which case we will create things that are orderly, prosperous, we we create a condition of freedom, or if our behaviors are in opposition to the natural law, then we're going to create a collective condition of chaos and tyranny and enslavement. And you only need to look at the result that we're getting to be able to gauge what path we've been on and are currently still on. Meaning that if we're getting tyranny, the majority of the human population by definition, according to natural law, cannot possibly be engaged in true morality, in true aggregate moral behavior as a whole, as a population. And this is because human beings in the collective, in the aggregate, unfortunately, still in the modern day, do not actually truly know the real objective difference between right and wrong. As odd as that sounds to say, that is actually the truth that most of human beings don't know true objective morality and aren't aligning their behavior to it uh, as a matter of fact in in reality and nature uh, they have uh, ideas that have embedded been embedded in their mind through mind control practices about what reality constitutes but much of that is incorrect and they have to reevaluate that and actually relearn it and when when you do actually relearn true morality when you when you actually do away with you know the the false notions of morality that people have been taught uh you know since time immemorial in all different institutions then you actually learn the science that constitutes natural law and you could you could accurately and consistently align your behavior to it and actually teach others to do the same. That's and, and the we'll first put your, thing that I teach. Yes. Absolutely. We'll, we'll, we'll put it back on screen, your URL, because this is an
0: introduction. People can go learn about it there. But when we come back, why are the globalists or these dark forces that know the law? Why are they actively trying to go against it? And then admitting it's going to bring down civilization. Why would they want to bring down order? What is their point in doing that? Mark Passio, what on earth is happening? We'll be right back with him on the other side. Stay with us and share the URL, conspiracyfact.info. If you want to break the matrix. Our world is so full of hype. We are force-fed dehumanizing propaganda by the corporate media, by the controlled churches and the universities. Why is this the case? Because we innately, by God, have been given the keys to our own minds, our own psyches, our own souls. And by connecting to God, we can empower ourselves and transcend the, quote, fallen or sinful state. So the chemicals that we ingest and and all the things that we try to bring into our bodies to, to, to change who we are are only lowering us. They're only making us more depressed. In the end, they're only making us less fulfilled. It is only by going within and really making that connection to God that we can truly empower ourselves. That's why the globalists bombard us with toxins and chemicals to block us getting the normal vitamins and minerals and trace elements. Our bodies need to be healthy and to be able to basically reach out beyond the third dimension. And that's where the incredible products come in at InfoWarsStore.com. It's your last chance to own a piece of real history. Your support of InfoWars has made history. We've had the most devastating effects against the globalists, and their whole agenda is in deep trouble. But now it's more important for us to stay on air than ever. And if you don't support us, we will shut down. I am asking you from the bottom of my heart to commit even harder to the support you've given to this fight, and to go to Infowarsstore.com right now and get one of the last signed copies of The Great Reset and The War for the World, my number one worldwide bestseller. You can buy the unsigned book at Infowars. You can buy it at Amazon, buy it anywhere. But if you want to get the signed copy and be part of a fundraiser to keep us on air at this critical point, if you want to answer our bat signal, please go to InfoWarsStore.com and get your signed copy of The Great Reset and the War for the World right now. I want to thank all of you that did get signed copies, and I want to encourage those of you that didn't to take action now, and please keep us on air. Thank you so much. Please take action.
1: You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video.
0: past midnight tonight with a raft of the most informative, best guest we've got. And Mark Passio is an expert on natural law is here laying this out. Now, all the ancient civilizations that actually rose knew this. The Bible's all about it. But you look at Klaus Schwab, when he speaks, he says, we're going to make an angrier world. We're going to destroy this world. And we're going to bring in our new one that, that they called, and I'm going to play the clip coming up. John Kerry said it's like extraterrestrial. He said it's not human. It's new. So they're trying to overthrow the order. They're trying to go against not just Earth's order, but what God created as order. So I know you like talking about solutions, but people also want want to understand why these evil people go against the law and how they get so much power, it always seems, for a time, but then it causes great destruction. And in almost every case, they think it'll destroy us. They think they're in control of the cycle, but really it ends up destroying them. So, So what's your view on... Why they know natural law, because I, I mean, I know, you know, that I listen to you and I, I know that from watching them, but and then they go against it. But then a lot of times they live by it, but, but then they try to make us live by something else. What What's happening?
7: Well this connects directly into what uh is the second major thing that I teach in in the in the body of my work and that is uh the nature of the occult world. What is occult information? What is occult knowledge? What is occultism in general? The word occult simply means hidden. It is hidden knowledge about how not only the human psyche functions and operates and what it's Deep motivations are and how it could possibly even be manipulated. But it is also the knowledge of how the natural law in the universe actually functions. It's real hidden science that is hidden from the masses of people to actually manipulate, control, and deceive them uh, by keeping them in a state of ignorance. If they're kept in a state of ignorance, then it's a piece of cake. It's child's play, literally, for these master manipulators that are actually running things to deceive and manipulate the everyday person, because it's like, uh, it's like, uh, you know, beating someone for money that doesn't know how to add and subtract numbers because they've never learned mathematics. If they, if people don't know how the real sciences of human psychology and behavioral law work, it's child's play to manipulate them. And, and, that's, and that's, what my next is, that's my next question is,
0: that's my next question is, Yes. You said earlier, which is totally true, you reap what you sow. So they know that when they dumb people down and go against natural law, that it blows back on them and their families. They're not immune from the horrible world they're making. Sure, it gives them power, but it creates a hellhole. Why do they do that then?
7: Well, they're the dark occultists who are wielding this knowledge to create a power differential over people. That's why they want to keep the the knowledge of natural law and the causal factors of the human condition hidden. They want to remain in power over other people because here's their overarching worldview, which ultimately answers your question. Their worldview is if there are behavioral laws in effect in the universe that they themselves did not put there, but a higher power in the universe put there. Their overarching worldview in their mindset is that the universe itself is a prison simply because it is governed by moral behavioral law. Exactly,
0: exactly. And we go back to the story of Lucifer, and that's really what they're doing is they're at
7: war with God in the universe and with order. That's exactly correct. They they their mental attitude and worldview is be, because they are in such a state of out of control ego and total self absorption that their mental worldview is we would rather reign over a prison cell than serve God and his laws, its laws. They would rather rule in hell than serve in heaven. That is their literal worldview. They see the universe as a behavioral prison because they know that behavioral consequential law is in effect and that individuals and whole societies cannot simply just do whatever they want without behavioral consequence. So, what they want to ultimately do is to brainwash, deceive, and manipulate people to follow their orders and do these immoral behaviors for them in their name and ultimately the the brunt the the bulk of the moral consequence will be brought down on the people who are actually taking the behaviors themselves not the ones who are going to just order the behaviors. Now, that is not to say that there isn't still consequence for those who are giving the orders, but the brunt and the bulk of the moral culpability always falls upon the shoulders of the people who are in, with their bodies taking the real-world action to bring the resultant harm into manifestation in the physical world. That is why it is so important to disconnect the mind from these people's worldview, from their from the the religion that they are inculcating the human population into, which is Satanism and dark Luciferianism, but it's certainly Satanism for one hundred percent certainty. They are giving us their mindset to get us to go along with the immoral behaviors that they want to see brought into effect because only a population that is completely immoral can ultimately be enslaved. That's right. They're giving us... that is where
0: we're at. They're giving us a poison. That's why it was declassified in the 70s. The CIA wanted ugly art, ugly culture, destroy the family because those people aren't programmable and controllable. But just like in Pinocchio's an archetype, they get them to break some stuff, steal stuff, they turn into jackasses, get loaded on a slave ship to go be in a mine. And, and they're telling you there: you do this, you hang out with the criminals. There's a system setting you up to get you
7: basically in their grasp. The the very first two tenets of their religion are: the self is essentially God. The ego that is completely out of balance and out of control and has taken over the being is to be put up on a pedestal as the god of their religion. So egotism only care for the self and what one gets is the main tenet of their worldview. Now, just apply that to the average person. Just think about if we just honestly consider how many people embody behavior like that in the general human population, how many people are purely selfish? Basically, they generally wake up only thinking about themselves, maybe their immediate family, their own, quote-unquote. But they don't look outside of anything you know, in a wider sense than that. They don't lead an examined life. They're not really concerned with the difference between right and wrong. They're and very one-dimensional.
0: They're very one-dimensional. And how do you get somebody who's already caught in that one-dimensional, programmable dimension to shift out of it and realize the interconnectivity?
7: Well, I think that's actually the good news in the whole uh, dynamic that's taking place on this planet, because uh, the 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 fact is that human beings are a programmable species, and unfortunately, dark occultists have largely given human beings their current programming. Uh, that can change if there's enough care and there's enough willpower to create a change in that dynamic and in that regard. We can reprogram ourselves and we can help other people to reprogram their mental world. And and, and and it's basically to me like
0: you're a satellite dish. You point towards God, the creator of the universe and the perfection of it and surrender to it. Because that's what made you, that's what you are, or you can keep with operating and point your dish at the mad scientist who are trying to break out of this reality.
7: Absolutely. It's 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 all about reprogramming your worldview through the accurate reception of the law of the creator of the universe that is what learning natural law is all ultimately about and these conditions that are set into the universe are not there acting as a prison system they are there for our optimum benefit and growth they're a launch as platform a they're a launch of platform course. they they are there to provide us uh, the the uh, a guide on a compass if you will for our behavior and the conse- we learn the consequences of our behavior we learn that we cannot ultimately be completely insulated from any behaviors that we take and therefore we're going to create consciously if we know these laws if we refuse the reception of the of the natural laws of the of the creator of the universe which are moral behavioral consequential laws then we're going to create the The aggregate uh, experience that humanity then is going to have to dwell in and live in completely unconsciously. So this is ultimately what I am seeking to do. I'm trying to help people understand the consequential laws that ultimately govern our behavior and the consequences that we receive for enacting certain behaviors and guide them uh, to learn objectively what the real moral laws are so that we can create a uh, a shared human condition that is done in not only a conscious manner, but is done in the optimum way to uh, m- enhance our, the human experience, m- make us prosperous and ultimately make us free in the long term.
0: Absolutely. Mark Passio, we've got five more minutes with you than our next guest is coming on. You've got to come back for several hours commercial free again. And really lay all this out, like why at the Olympics in 2012 in England they show a grim reaper coming down with a deadly coronavirus and killing all the children. I talk a lot about the great successes Infowars has had. I don't think anybody can deny it, and it is because of listeners and viewers supporting us. But when we talk about the crew at Infowars, people behind the scenes, the researchers, the writers, they really have been the MVPs in this fight. And when you look at Harrison Smith and Owen Schroyer and the hard work they engage in every day, five, six, seven days a week, it's really just incredible. So for myself, and the whole InfoWars crew, I thank you for your past support. I only encourage you now to realize that InfoWars cannot stay on air if you do not support us. I know you spread the word. I know you pray for us, and that's wonderful. Keep doing it. But most viewers and listeners never go to InfoWarsStore.com and you never buy great products that enrich and empower your life while at the same time Keep us on air. I know that less than 1% of our listeners actually go buy products in Forestore.com. If just 1% more of you took action and went to Forestore.com, our funding problems will be over. Please take action now.